Hello world. Welcome back to Staying Off Topic with your host Keith Anderson. Uh, this is a podcast where we talk and figure out where the focus stops. Uh, like I said, my name is Keith. Uh, I'll be taking you on this journey of me talking about things that I want to talk about and going from there. Uh, thank you for listening. I do appreciate you. Uh, also, make sure you follow me on Stand Off Topic at, at Stand Off Topic for Twitter.com. And you can find us slash me, um, but I probably have multiple personalities. I don't know. You can find us at um, anywhere you get podcasts, uh, Apple Music, Spotify, Google Music, Amazon Music, et cetera, et cetera. Let's get into our first topic. Uh, The first topic I want to talk about, uh, since we are in the uh, young panorama, restaurants closing. So the pandemic has been pretty tough on a lot of people. Uh, mentally, physically, fiscally, uh, psychologically, mm, figuratively, literally, all the elites. And this pandemic has this one. Uh, there's probably been more. I haven't been a part of them. This pandemic has been especially tough on businesses. Why? Because we had to close down for like six months. Whatever. My job closed down for three months. Some other people's jobs closed down for like two weeks. Um, schools closed down for like a year and a half, something like that. Um, but we figured it out basically. Um, I know my son stopped going to school March of 2020 and he was in eighth grade, uh, ninth grade started August, 2020 and he was virtual until, maybe March or April 2021. So, like I said, they closed out for like a year or so, at least in the school district that we are in. Um, but specifically, I want to talk about restaurants closing. Um, it, is, it has been really tough on restaurants and a lot of restaurants close. And I have a couple thoughts about it and they may not be popular thoughts, but they're thoughts that I have. And my first thought is, it sucks. It fucking sucks. Uh, This pandemic did a number on everybody. People were working either, you know, their brains out. They were working sick. They were working not sick. They were working trying not to get sick. They were trying not to get evicted. They were trying not to lose a lot of shit in their lives. And restaurant work is already hard as it is. And people not coming in. People not tipping because they don't have the money. A lot of things. Uh, a really good friend of mine and a co-host of Slushy Review, uh, Chris, he worked at the restaurant that he worked at uh, throughout the entire pandemic and good for him. Um, and so I kind of had, I don't want to say an inside look of what was going on, but, you know, we talk, you know, and so it is what it is. So I kind of know, you know, the, the, the troubles or the, the problems that was going on in the restaurant industry. Um, I worked at the same restaurant for a little bit during the pandemic. Well, we came back in July. They, oh, no, 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 no. It was a little bit after that. I don't remember when, but they offered me to have my job back. And I worked one day and I was like, yeah, I can't do this. I just, I couldn't, I just didn't want to work there anymore. Honestly, it wasn't what I wanted to do. 
because uh, I also have another full-time job. <clears throat> so I was like, eh, I don't really want to come back. So, you know, obviously I quit. But again, restaurant work is already hard as it is. So without people being in the re- in the building, um, it's pretty hard to make ends meet. That's the one thing. Second thing, uh, a lot of restaurants closed in the pandemic and are not opening back up because are not opening back up to make sure I said that right. They are not opening back up. Uh, now that the, how should I say? Should I say that the pandemic is over? Cause it's not, or should I say that's slowing down? Cause that's also not true too. Um, yeah, you know what I mean, but a lot of restaurants aren't coming back. So I'll tell you what I wrote down in my notes when I wanted to talk about this subject. I don't know if this is fair, but this is what I said. Restaurants closing during a pandemic because their food isn't fucking good. (laughs) That may not be fair, but also it may be fair. Because, for example, the restaurant that I and my buddy Chris worked at um, stayed open and they did to-go food. The restaurant I worked at before that, a pretty expensive, uh, high-quality, high-end restaurant, they also made a ton of money doing to-go food and they didn't do to-go food like over the phone before the pandemic and then they decided that that's what they're gonna do. And I know a lot of people, you know, a lot of people that I knew from before who still work there, you know, they worked and they made some pretty good money off of to-go stuff. So, the restaurant that I did work at, the first, the high-end one, you made a lot of money just from being there because you know prices were expensive, et cetera, et cetera. So the other restaurant, not, it wasn't it wasn't high end, but there was high volume, so a lot of people came in. So that's how a lot of people made money. The issues with certain restaurants closing is because a they weren't good at business practices. The people that worked there weren't treated well. That's two, three. Um, also maybe the food wasn't good because, because I just, and here's the thing. I'm not saying that the restaurant made money, but some of the people that I know that worked in the restaurant, they made money. Was it just as much money as they made before for some? Yeah. For some it was, and they were pretty happy with the, the people who did work. So if your restaurant couldn't convert, adapt to doing to go food, or no one ordered to go food from your restaurant, maybe it wasn't good. Maybe your business practices weren't up to date. Maybe you weren't doing the things that you should be doing or need to be doing to keep afloat. Because remember, they were giving out business loans. They were giving out a PVP paycheck, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, payment or paycheck protection plan or something. Uh, they were giving out loans to businesses. And I know it took a while, but they were still giving out a lot of loans. A lot of people scammed them as well. But they, they're, they're checking for those scams now. But at the time, they were letting everybody. And don't get me wrong. There were some people who didn't get it and should have gotten it. And that's just, you know, that's the way it works. And that's, you know, people slip through the cracks all the time. But my overall point was maybe your restaurant just wasn't good. Maybe people decided not to work at your restaurant because that's a whole thing, apparently. Maybe they decided not to work during the pandemic because uh, they can make more on unemployment, which was fair. 
my job i work at a factory job at right now and or i guess a factory job and i didn't make more on unemployment but but it wasn't far off it was less but it wasn't it wasn't less to the point where i couldn't make ends meet so i was on unemployment well i mean our factory shut down so it's not like i could work if i wanted to but yeah i went on unemployment because that's what happened and i feel like if i had a choice I don't like my job to be fair, but if I had a choice, I wouldn't have went to work because I don't like my job, but that's me. Um, there's more to that too. I have a, you know, immunocompromised son. My mom and dad are also immunocompromised. Uh, my sister's immunocompromised and I found out I am too. So there's not necessarily, uh, me working during the pandemic or during the height of the pandemic wasn't the best thing. Uh, honestly, me working now still isn't the best thing, but that's another topic for another day. So I just, again, I don't necessarily think this is all to do with the pandemic or I'm sorry, all to do with food not being good, but I do believe that this actually showed what what people are capable of because there were a lot of small businesses that thrived during the pandemic why because good service or good food or good products or whatever the case may be but there were a lot of small businesses that thrive and there were a lot of businesses that closed down now i think i spoke about this before but i ran my own business for about mm, about a year my problem was cash influx i didn't have the working capital to sustain my business I worked the business. I had orders to do my, you know, to carry out, but I didn't have enough working capital to make the orders happen, right? Because it was a product-based business and a service-based business. And what was more popular for my business was product. And unfortunately, I couldn't pay for the product without getting money for services. And a lot of people didn't really pay for my services, but they pay for the product. So. Uh, but to make those products, products cost money to make. Simple and plain. So I didn't have enough working capital to do that. I also think a lot of businesses struggle. A lot of small businesses struggle staying afloat because of working capital. So when things hit the fan, like a pandemic happening, you will have to shut down. So I agree. There are a lot of things that that I'm not necessarily saying, you know, the pandemic wasn't didn't affect it in that situation. It definitely did. But there are also a lot of businesses who if they would have just did to go food or if they could have adapted. They had the working capital to adapt. They chose not to or, you know, they they weren't they weren't good enough or they didn't have enough employees or whatever the case may be. Uh, for example, I saw one I know of I know of one restaurant where they had the employees working, but the employees were not getting tips. The managers were taking the tips. The managers who were on salary were taking the tips. And when the service found out, they were like, okay, we're just gonna go on unemployment. Say, hey, that's, I get it. But again, that's, that's shady business practices. It switched, it changed, but at the end of the day, you know, they didn't close, but they had a real they had a real huge problem for about a week. So again, you know, sometimes maybe 
you know, these things, these pandemics or these situations cause you to adapt. And if you can't adapt, you can't survive. But that's what capitalism is, right? Um, unfortunately, whether we like it or not, that's what, that's a, that's the United States business plan is capitalism. And if you can't survive or thrive in capitalism, you fail. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with failing. Okay. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to talk about that. I don't know why, but I did. Either way, um, we'll be right back with the next topic. Okay, welcome back. Um, our next topic, I want to talk about pandering. So I looked up the definition of pandering, right? Pandering is, this is uh, the definition of pandering is, the definition of pandering is to per provide gratification for others' desires. Uh, another definition was to gratify or indulge. And the key word of this definition is an immoral or distasteful desire, need, or habit, uh, or a person with such a desire. Okay, uh, another definition, someone who caters to or exploits the weakness of others, weaknesses of others. Okay, so the reason why I want to talk about this is because a couple things. We talk a lot about pandering when it comes to elections and voting was today. So if you didn't vote, you didn't vote, whatever. Um, we talk about pandering in elections. We talk about pandering in movies. We talk about pandering in, you know, marketing and things like that. In the definition that I read, exploiting uh, someone else's desires or needs, that definition to me uh, makes pandering a bad thing. I don't have a necessary problem with pandering if I get what I want. Okay. If you indulge into my needs and give me what I need, I love pandering. Absolutely. As a politician, the politicians who pander, you know, they talk about like, oh, you know, speaking as, you know, as me, uh, Let's talk about Hillary Clinton, right? Hillary Clinton pandered to black women by saying something about hot sauce in her bag, whatever, because it was a Beyonce lyric. And I was like, eh, it's pandering. It has n and obviously it's fake. It has nothing to do with her policies. You're pandering to me and it's dumb and I don't like it. Uh, Joe Biden, for example, uh, he made an off the cuff joke that didn't go over well because it was a dumb joke. Uh, he said, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black for real or something. Uh, again, dumb joke. It is what it is. Um, I can go to the other side too, but hey, why do that? But let's just talk about those. So for me, pandering in those situations are definitely bad and immoral. And um, you're exploiting, you're exploiting black people for your need. Absolutely. Pandering is bad. I, I agree with that. If you say, and, and this hasn't happened, so I'm just using this as an example. But if you say, hey, vote for me and hold me accountable and I'm going to erase student debt. If that's what I want and I vote for you, that's not pandering. It's a, it's, you, 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 you said you were going to do that. That's not pandering to me. Okay. If you don't do that, yes, it's going to be pandering, but you have four years as a president to do that. Right. 
So if you don't do it in the first six months, 12 months, two years, three years, but you pull it off in your last year, it was a promise that was fulfilled. It doesn't matter how quick you do it, but if you do it, it's an issue. If you just pander to me to get my votes and you don't ever do it, then okay, fine. That Yes, you pandered to me and it was immoral. It, you exploited me. I get that. I understand that. But if you do what I want, then that's just a promise on your campaign that you fulfilled. That's not pandering, guys. And so I don't like when people use pandering in different terms. You promised me something, but you didn't come through. Okay, sure, call it pandering if you want, but you promised something. But here's the thing. That's what politicians do. They promise a lot of shit. All politicians on both sides. Right? All politicians on both sides pander. Let's don't let's not act like they don't. It, when I see when I see and again, this is we're just talking about presidents. When I see all these white ass presidents go down to the south and and stand in a congregation of Baptist, you know, a, a, a Baptist church that's a hundred percent black, that's yeah, that's pandering. Of course it is. You don't go to that church, and who is that church to me? Nothing. You're pandering like, look at all my blacks. That's all you're saying. And that's hey, I get it. You gotta do what you gotta do to win a vote. I ain't even mad about it. But the fact of the matter is, you can't villainize, in my opinion, you can't villainize politicians for pandering because that's all they do. Because there's no guarantee they're going to pass the laws or the bills or the whatever that they say they're going to pass. Because that's that's illogical. Because we don't know what could happen. Because if you vote for president, cool. Are you voting for Senate? Are you voting for Congress? Are you voting for your local leaders, your governors, all these other people? If you don't vote for those people, then... Yeah, let's say you're a Democrat. If you don't vote for, if you only vote for the Democrat president and you don't vote for Democratic other, you know, people who can help him pass laws, guess what? He ain't gonna pass no laws. Same thing if you're a Republican. If you're a Republican and you don't vote for all the Republicans, guess what? He ain't gonna pass no laws, guys. He or she, whoever, they ain't gonna pass no laws. So let's stop acting like pandering and promising on the campaign trail are the same. They're not. There is pandering going on on both sides. So I don't like the fact, you know, Joe Biden has been president for a year. I don't care about Joe Biden. He, he means nothing to me. He's just an old white man and a long line of old white man to be president. It is what it is. There's nothing I can do about it, but I'm a vote. I'm still going to vote, but there's nothing I can do about it. He gave me two choices. I ain't voting for somebody who's going to get 200 votes. I didn't vote for Kanye. I love Kanye. I ain't vote for him. Why? Because he can't win. It is what it is. So at the end of the day, they're going to pander. When I see Donald Trump at a Baptist church in the South, all clapping off beat, singing songs that he has no, he doesn't know the words to, that's pandering. But let's call a spade a spade, guys. And let's say like, hey, Donald Trump panders, Joe Biden panders, uh, Kamala panders, everybody panders. It just is what it is. Hillary Clinton, Bernie Sanders, you know, Bit Ronnie, Obama, they all, they all pander. That's what they do. That's politicians for you. Now, let's talk about something that I really care about. Because I don't fuck politicians. I don't give a fuck. But let's talk about something I care about. When they talk about pandering in movies. Me personally. I don't mind pandering in movies. Why? Because I'm getting something out of it. And I don't call it pandering. I call it fan service. Fan service me to death. I like Star Wars. 
I like Marvel. I like DC. I like comic book movies. I like action movies. And let's just talk about one in in, in, in Pacific. Let's talk about one in specific. Endgame. If you are a fan of Endgame, which is a Marvel movie and it's an Avengers movie, it came out in 2018, I think. Yeah, 2018. There's a scene where all the women had a shot together, right? A lot of people said, man, they're just pandering to all women. Okay? So what? Three of those women are like one, some of the most powerful people in comic book history. Let's be let's be real about that. So there, that's one. And two, why didn't we talk about pandering when we did Avengers shots and all the other fucking Avengers movies, right? So you're going to tell me that the poses that they did in Avengers 1, Avengers 2, and Avengers 3, all those poses or, or, or Civil War, um, you're going to tell me all those poses just didn't matter? It mattered. And it was fan service. It wasn't pandering. But because it's all women or because it's all black characters or whatever the case may be, people go, oh, that's pandering. Motherfucker, you like pandering. It's like in Star Wars. Like, oh, you only you only did a lightsaber fight because people like lightsaber fights. Yes. Y- yes. I, d- I do. Give me more. Let me tell you what the original Star Wars didn't have enough of. Lightsaber fights. So let's not stand on ceremony here, Mr. Wayne. You like fan service. You just don't like it when you don't like it. Let's stop acting like they don't do it in every goddamn motherfucking comic book movie in the world or every action movie or every universe or every et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They do it. They pander. They fan service. And I'm okay with it. There was too many people crying about the end game thing. All the all the women are in the same area at the same time. Yes, that's fine. So what? You're telling me that's astronomically incorrect, like it can't happen statistically? It could happen. There were a million people on that battlefield, and you're mad that six to eight of them got together at one spot to clear a path for another strong character? Fuck you. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. You love being pandered to. You love being fan service to. You love getting... I was going to say something foul. You love your back getting stroked. You love it all. Stop acting like you don't. So when when they come out and say, for example, something new that came out, uh, all the headlines. Stop, uh, let's, let's go off topic for a second. Stop reading headlines and thinking that you know the whole story because you don't. You don't. Headlines from last week, last week, whenever last week was. Superman is now bisexual. How do you feel about that? Superman is bisexual. How do you feel about that? Superman, oh my God, he's bisexual. How do you feel about that? Fuck off. First off, it's not Superman. Superman, Clark Kent, is not bisexual. It's his son. His son is bisexual, and he's a new Superman. In a new comic book. That doesn't exist in the real fucking world. And he's an alien. He's not even a fucking American. Either way. So what? 
So what? This country is however many fucking years old, too long actually for me. This country is as old as 1776, 300, 400, no, 300, how many? 250, 70 odd years or something. Okay. All right, cool. 250 years. In every, up until the past five years. And I'm sorry to bring it to this, guys. Not really, but. I know you guys are tired of me talking about stuff like this, but I don't care. Get over it. Um, for the first 200 and after I said 250. So for the first 245 years of America, everything majority, 95% of everything was led by white men, straight white men, straight cis white men. And you're going to tell me that you're upset that all of a sudden there's a bisexual character that's an alien. He's not even a real fucking human. He's an alien. He gets his power from the goddamn sun. We don't. We get power from fucking coffee. Let's not let's again, let's not stand on ceremony here, Mr. Wayne. There's a there's a billionaire who knows every single form of martial arts dresses as a bat and he can't be a black man. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. Fuck out. You're an idiot. You're a fucking idiot if you think that. Because you know why? Because somebody doesn't look like you after 95 years or what I say, 245 years of everybody looking like you. Now you're upset. You don't want the women to be the most powerful people in the comic book movie. A comic book movie. Because now they're pandering to women. Well, yeah. Because besides me and my buddy Chris, most of the fucking fans are slovenly cis hetero racist sexist homophobic white men that's all the fans yeah let's get some women in here guys saturdays are for the boys sounds pretty gay to me sounds like you like it deal with it sorry i'm on a tangent i just i hate man i hate men honestly <laughs> i hate i hate men so I don't date them. Simple and plain. Because they're the worst. And I'm a man. I'm the worst. I know I'm the worst. <sighs> Excuse me. I had to drink a little crown because I was going on a tangent. And it calms me down. Soothes my spirit. Um. Yeah, guys. Just <laughs> pander to me. Pander to me. And guess what? I'm going to hold your feet to the fire to use the an outdated metaphor i'm gonna hold your feet to the fire and if you don't do it guess what you're not getting my vote again that's fine that's fine promise me whatever you're not getting my vote again hey listen star wars fan service me i want to see some lightsabers going back and forth i want to see some force pools i want to see some people flying through space i want to see superman looking to the sun a million times with the curly black hair i'm cool with that i'm cool with that. i want batman to you know use a gun that he uses in every fucking movie that even though people say he don't but he does I, I i want it all i want it all brand new socks and draws i'm balling every time i come and talk to y'all it's a song it's from the 90s get with the program but yes i want it all give it all to me why can't I be happy with what I like? I don't even care about the whole, hey, it's all women, hey, it's all that. No, I just want a scene that looks good. I just want I just want something that looks great for me to be like, ooh, shit. 
That's what I want to say in a movie. I want to be like, oh, shit, in a movie. That's what I want to say. I want to have a good time. And guess what? The more lightsaber fights, the better time I'm going to have, right? Right? The more team up of superheroes that look like the comic books, oh, I'm, I'm going to have a good time, right? Ant-Man turned into Giant Man, all oh, fan service me to death. It's illogical for him to be that goddamn big. But guess what? It looks good. And it's in the comic book movie. Great. Captain Marvel? Oh, she, she's too confident for you? So what? Fuck off. Fuck off. If it doesn't, and that's the thing. You just don't want to accept people who aren't like you. But then you wonder why those other groups, those other minorities, don't want you invading their situation. Because, but then you call them bigoted and, and reverse racism, which is actually no racism, but that's neither here nor there. But these other minority groups don't want you in their group either because you've you shut them out for so long. Now what? Pander to me, baby. I love it. I love it. There's there's no amount of and again, pandering can be a bad thing to me. To me, it can be a good thing. Fan service me to death. If my fiance comes home and says, hey, you know, uh, if you cook my favorite meal, you know, I'll scratch your back. Wink, wink. Guess what? I'm about to get the cooking. I like to cook, by the way. So, yeah. Hell yeah. I'm going to get the cook. Why? Because, listen, she got what she wanted out of it. I'm going to get what I want out of it. It all works out. I don't understand what's wrong with it. I like what I like. Give it to me. Give it all to me. Again, I want it all. Brand new socks and drawers. Simple. Simple and plain, guys. Either way. That's my time. They're giving me the light. Uh, thank you for listening again, guys. I appreciate it. This has been Keith with Standoff Topic. Uh, make sure you follow us on Standoff Topic at Twitter.com. Uh, also, you can find us on all platforms. Uh, Spotify, Apple Music. Amazon music, something else music. Um, yeah, give me a shout. Uh, also, I also I love to promote my other uh, podcast, Social Review. We are on our our sixtieth, no, sixty fifth episode so far. Uh, we're racing to a hundred. Uh, we have 64 subscribers on YouTube, so go subscribe to our YouTube. Uh, slash review on all platforms. We appreciate it. Um, that's all I got, guys. So you guys stay good. I don't. I don't know what to say. All right, I'm out. Bye.